Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you adventure pack stories every single week where you could be the hero. Remember, guys, if you love this podcast, please help us to spread the word. Tell all of your family, friends, neighbors, teachers, pets, and anyone else you think would love to listen to these stories. The more people that know about us, the more we grow and the longer we can keep going. And if possible, we want to keep going forever. Remember, if you would like any of our super cool merch, including t-shirts, mugs, and stickers, you can find our merch store through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. And we will put a 15% off discount code in the show notes. Now, before we get into this episode's story, here is a quick word from our sponsors. Okay, so today's shout out goes to Brooklyn, who's five years old, and his baby sister Amelia, who's one and a half. And they would love a story which has the following in it mermaids, unicorns, secret jewels, coconuts, and the ocean. Ooh, I love all of those things, guys. So thank you so much for the ideas, and we hope that you love your story. Are you ready? Let's go. Brooklyn and Amelia were brother and sister and they had just spent the most amazing summer on a remote island in the Pacific with their family. They had been staying in the coolest beach house right on the beach next to the ocean. Every day, Brooklyn and Amelia had got up super early to play on the beach. They built sandcastles, played games like buried treasure, and had so much fun swimming and jumping in the waves of the ocean. Today, though, they were a little sad, as it would be the last day of the summer vacation. In the afternoon after lunch, Brooklyn and Amelia decided to sneak out to the front beach and build some more sandcastles for the last time. Brooklyn loved making sand figures, like spaceships and tanks, while Amelia loves to make animal shapes out of the sand with her little molds. The sun starts to set when the brother and sister start on their last and most important project, the Grand Castle. Suddenly, the sky begins to turn dark and clusters of gray clouds invade the space. Heavy raindrops fall on them and the thunder roars from above. Amelia looks up to the sky and feels frightened. She's never liked thunder. Brooklyn quickly takes his little sister's hand and tells her, Don't be scared. I will take you to a safe place. Amelia nods and looks at their sand creations with sadness, thinking that the rain will wash all of their efforts away. It's okay, Amelia. We can always build new ones, Brooklyn says. Brooklyn, with his sister's hand held tightly in his, wraps the towel around her and says, Ready? Go! They run across the palm tree lines to a small brown leaf hut he spots on the far left side. 
The rain keeps getting heavier and heavier, but the two finally make it to the hut. The siblings get inside, settle in, and look around them. In no time at all, they realize that they think the hut is the gateway of a narrow tunnel. Brooklyn stands up, takes a peek to see what is on the other end. Inside, the tunnel is foggy. And lit with dim pink light, and Brooklyn can see an even brighter light at the far end of the tunnel. Oh, this does look dangerous! He thinks to himself. Amelia is also standing up now. She holds her brother and hides behind him, scared of the dark. Come with me, Brooklyn says. I will protect you at all cost. Amelia, trusting her brother as always, agrees to follow him. Giving in to their curiosity, the brother and sister forget their fear and head straight into the tunnel. Step by step, the light gets brighter, and they make it to the other end. As soon as they are on the other side, the sky is crystal clear, and is the prettiest shade of blue. The clouds look like thin smoke, lazily drifting around. The sand is smooth and golden. The ocean looks deep, but clean and calm, glistening from all the sunshine it absorbs. Colorful little fish swim happily around, and all around them, a coconut and palm trees growing in lines. The brother and sister keep walking. Amelia spots a small chest that looks precisely like the treasure chest Grandpa made for her at home. She runs to it, dragging Brooklyn with her. It's unlocked, Amelia says as she's examining the box. He opens it, and inside is a wooden blowing horn with pictures of unicorns, mermaids, and dolphins dancing carved on it. He takes it out, lifts it up, puts it between his lips, takes a deep breath, and blows a long breath through it. The sounds echo and travel in the sea's direction. He gives it to Amelia, and she does the same thing, but her sound is not as loud. Immediately, the waves begin to get bigger, and a herd of dolphins is swimming in their direction from afar. Dolphins, dolphins! Amelia says in excitement. Hi, the head dolphin said in a high-pitched human voice when they all stopped by the shore. We finally have guests. It's been too long since someone visited us. Welcome to Coco Island. Coco Island? Brooklyn asks. Yes, the dolphin says. You are welcome to stay here as long as you want. But first, please let us take you to the headquarters and have a welcoming party. We have been waiting for you. We've got to hurry before the sun sets so we can return you to your parents on time. Brooklyn picks Amelia up and holds her closer to him. Then he grabs on to the head dolphin's fin, and as he finishes positioning himself and his sister on the dolphin's back, the herd turns around and heads north. The dolphins rode the tides further from the shore 
and soon an island appears. Hundreds of big coconut trees are planted as a wall all around the island to protect it. And inside is a huge castle. Mermaids with golden and red hair, colorful tails, and white pearl necklaces come out singing welcoming songs to them in their incredibly mellow voices. One of them approaches Amelia to put a beautiful starfish hair clip on the little girl's hair, making her smile. The dolphins let Brooklyn and Amelia get off and whistle. The coconut trees part away, revealing the castle. It's so big and beautiful, and it's covered in multicolored seashells. The brother and sister are greeted by its inhabitants. The island's ruler, Lady Tahin, her monkey servants and birds. You remind me so much of my children. They have left this island for a long time. She says with a big smile. Come on in. We call this place Coco Land because everything is made from different parts of coconut trees. The castle and all the things here, like the bowls, the chairs, and the beds. Here is the coconut ice cream we have prepared for you. There, in the castle, they are taught to sing and dance to the amazing tropical tunes. Make spoons from a block of coconut trees with the monkey, and most importantly, learn about the island's history. Soon it begins to get dark. Lady Tahine is sad. Still, she calls for her most trusted unicorn to take them back to their hotel's front on time. The unicorn arrives. She positions the sibling and says, with tears in her eyes. We have to say goodbye now. Come to see me again when you come back to the island. Just whistle, and my dolphins will come. They both nod and can't stop themselves from crying. Lady Tahine takes one of her shiny black pearl strings and places it on Amelia, and gives Brooklyn one of her coral rings. This is very special. It will keep you safe, she says, and they kiss goodbye. Then she tells the unicorn it's time to go. With no hesitation, the creature rides the rainbow back to the shore. Soon they all arrive at the sand spot where the brother and sister had left. They land on the sand, wave goodbye to the mythic creature as he turns around to head back to the castle. Brooklyn and Amelia cannot believe what had just happened. They run inside to their parents' beach house to tell them everything, and ask them if they can come back for the following summer. Oh, please, mum! Please, dad! Please! We love it here so much. Their parents smile and nod their heads. Brooklyn and Amelia jump up in joy. Oh boy, they can't wait to come back next summer, and and you know what? They got to come back and see Miss Tahin and her castle every year since. The end.